Welcome back to the Mail's Right Show, ladies and gentlemen. You are with John and Robert Newman, and we are going to be making some predictions for the real estate marketing marketing industry for 2021. I am super excited for the show. John is humoring me as he does so well, and uh, we are we're going to get right in, or we're we're, we're going to take off. Uh, but before Hello. we do, before yes. we do. John, go ahead and introduce yourself properly to the... Oh, you, you, you forgot to say it's show 273. No, I, I said you it. Did, you did, actually. You, you did. Okay. It's, by the way, for those that have missed it, because I think I said it, it's episode 273. I, think I, I was just talking too fast for you, John. There we go. But uh, we've had a little Christmas, New Year break, um, which seemed to go just like that. And uh, we've come back. Robert seems to be really bright and bushy and up <laughs> for it. Um we're trying to get some great guests. Uh, um, we're going to line up some great guests. We might have a couple of internal shows starting the new year, but we're going to get some great guests. But we're starting off with predictions. So, Robert, we want to start this off. What, I'd what love to. I'd what love are some to. Of your this is my idea. For those of you who've gotten used to our, our individual personalities, this will surprise you not at all. All. So I am stoked out of my mind to talk about what I think is going to happen in 2021. I'm shocked. I haven't thought of this in previous years because I want to go back next year and review this show as part of 2022. So for 2021, I'm going to start off with a easy prediction, something that John and I have been talking about consistently. But here's the funny thing. I think that we've only been watching the staggering start of a sprint that relates to this particular kind of marketing. I think that come 2021, and I'm even going to proposition 2022, really all that you guys as realtors, whether you're a broker or an agent, are ever going to be hearing about is YouTube and video. Video, video, video. It's really odd that you must have read. (laughs) This is odd. You read my mind because you're just taking the tip, my opening remark from me, you bugger. Uh, that's what I was exactly going to say. Well, let's 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 do a running start into it. I'm, I'll start, show you what I what I think, uh, because I'll give some groundwork to this prediction because I'm a numbers guy and I'm a marketer. So one of the things that I noticed in 2020 was I am part of a group from uh, Malcolm Lawson, who's on our show. Now, he is a guy that just coaches people on, on YouTube real estate marketing and, and shows them how to create videos on their own, right? So no big deal. I think, because I went through as part of this show and making predictions, and I kind of counted, a lot of people were posting, oh, I, I did this, I made this many transactions, and this year, all off video. I stopped counting somewhere around the four or 500 mark. It's just too many, too many transactions, too many individual users. There's 2,714 users in that group. And there was at least 40 or 50 posts from individuals having done anywhere from 10 to 150 individual transactions off, off YouTube. Now, even at a marketplace where your individual sales price is, let's call it $250,000, once you crack that 100 transaction mark, That means there's an individual marketing strategy that you technically can do yourself that is generating you in excess of $25 million in sales. Now, here's what one of the funny things was, John. 
almost universally across everybody that was doing the posting, the types of videos that were helping them get those leads that turned into sales were the same. So now here we are in 2020 with some solid strategies in places that everybody can find them where the help is free and they're consistent. In other words, it doesn't matter whether you're in Montana, which like our, our friend Will was, or, or if you're in uh, Long Island, it doesn't make a difference. Even though those markets are incredibly different, apparently video is working universally yeah. in almost every, every place that we can track. Now, because it's so universal, that means that our listeners and agents, when they go onto YouTube and check to see what's happening there, they're going to find that there's somebody somewhere in the county that they serve probably that is already doing well off YouTube. They'll have thousands of views and maybe they'll see comments that are like, hey, can I call you? Can I reach you? And they'll go, oh shit, that looks like people are generating business off this. And because the evidence is finally in front of everybody's face, it's not just you and I saying it anymore. Anybody who's listening to this show, they can go look at it themselves and probably identify beyond a shadow of a doubt that somebody is making money doing it because of that. Yeah. Um, um, it's not only YouTube, it's, a, you know, my partner, Adam Brown, who's, who helped me, helps me build the Facebook campaigns for Melwright. Um, he's a video guy and all our adverts now are almost all video, our Facebook adverts, because we were getting less, we had to do a slight pivot about six months ago because our normal image-based advert or carousel um, just wasn't getting the hits that they were. So we've had to change all our adverts on Facebook to video adverts mm -hmm. and also upgrade our landing pages so they literally have video on them as well. So we've had to up our game there. And I know it's like... I, <clears throat> I think it was before your time, but I had a um, he's he's a little bit controversial, but I've always had time for him. Mm -hmm. Um you probably know Grant Wise. Oh yeah. Uh, um he's a great marketer. He's a little bit like I say, a little bit controversial. And I can't really invite him on the show anymore, or he probably wouldn't come on anyway, is that he's got a competing product, a direct competing product to Mailwright, which is Weebly. Um, and I know it's on his Weebly. Um, obviously, I, I keep an eye on the competition and um, literally all his training and his whole, his whole emphasis is that agents, you know, if you're doing Facebook adverts now, they've got to be video and you've got to learn how to do video. Sure. Um and I would say to almost Facebook, maybe Google AdWords. I don't know, it's not an area that I delve in Google AdWords, um, but I think the whole spectrum, maybe it does affect Google AdWords because it's very expensive. So you look at YouTube where the prices are, you know, if you're doing advertising on YouTube, it's a lot cheaper. Um, is video. Video is the game, far as I'm concerned. If you're not into video, you, you, you as a real estate, um, as a way of driving leads, you really look, you're lost, really, far as I'm concerned. I agree entirely. 
And dynamic video is something that Wilopo has already switched over to. Most marketing companies that are actually focused on trying to get you, trying to pivot with what has been uh, an ever increasingly challenging real estate marketing market, then most of the great marketers out there are pivoting to, to leveraging video inside their strategies. I've done it. Wilopo's done it. John has done it. So, which leads me to my prediction number two, which I'm going to just slide right into, John, because it's gonna, you're going to love this one. You're going to love it. So my prediction for 2021, uh, for years now, John and I have been partnered on this show, on this podcast. We met because I was a guest on this podcast, and we've become it's friends. It's one of my former co-hosts, Craig. I, I'm not being disparaging here because Bill laughs at it, and he, he's one of my male right, um, his wife's one of my tester agents. Mm-hmm. Where we we where, where we test some of our new campaigns and they get a discount um, because we've got to test our campaigns. Um, is that his wife's a tester? But Bill's one of my my first co-hosts, and um, I call him Crazy Bill. Um, so it's a little bit disparaging, but he laughs at it. And um, um, I just lost. I just lost. I don't know what I don't know where you were going. But anyway, so there was this crazy host that somehow transmitted into me another crazy host. So he, you know, John. No, he. Oh, that's it. He (laughs) he saw some of your videos and he suggested that you would be a good um, guest on the show. And I've I was impressed with your knowledge. Um, so I suggested you should become my co-host, and because the previous um, oh, um, Thomas, Thomas, he 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 had to bow out. So um, so that's how that's how you came yeah. on my radar, Robert. So so anyway, we've been now doing this though for a long time. I've been on the show for about well, 150 episodes. So about about 18 months, haven't you? Been, yeah. So it's been it's been a minute. And in that time, John has been working on his own real estate lead generation system. Which has taken an enormous amount of time because fundamentally, um, and I've got to thank Adam for coming on board because I run another business that has financed, I have bootstrapped everything on MailRight from my other business. Uh, The problem with that is my fortunately, my other business is very busy. Um, and um, I was struggling and we had built something, but what I didn't realise, it had a lot of niggy um, bugs in the system and it it took us um, through our testers, through our agents, it took us about four or five, six months to get through all the bugs. Now it's pretty bug-free and we can concentrate on the meat and potatoes, which are... Facebook video campaigns that actually get results, which is the name of the game, isn't it? It is. And for these reasons, my prediction for 2021 is that this is going to be a banner year for MailRite for a number of different reasons. I say this for a number of different reasons. I've been I've been sitting here patiently listening. Listen, I've developed a lot of software systems in the past and other iterations of my career. And so I've been... Like you said, you had something good, and I always believed you, but I know for a fact that the hard part of software development, website development, is not coming up with a good idea. That's easy. It's not even building it sometimes. That's not easy, but it's doable. What becomes a massive pain in the ass 
is when you take your thing that you've built and you put real live customers into it. Because only then do you start to, to see the thousand holes in the ship that you never saw yourself because you didn't think to use the thing that you built the way that these people use it. Now, I've been watching you and listening to you plug these holes for six straight months, as you already mentioned. And here's what I know to be a fact. There's plenty of space in the lower part of the real estate market for somebody that will let new agents or agents in year one through five get a taste of social media leads and get to see what they are without necessarily signing them up for 13, 14, and $20,000 contracts, which is universally what I end up recommending on my website because I'm only recommending these really established, super expensive providers. I'm taking right now, John, no joke, one to two calls a day from agents that are asking me about something on a lesser well, tier. I've started. Us. I'm going to have to have, I have to have um, Adam on the show, my, uh, my partner. Mm-hmm. And we have to discuss it. But um, Adam has been a godfound because he's, he's helped me sort out all the bloody bugs. And it, it's, it's really a nice little system now. And um, crazy Bill keeps, he's a little bit negative. His wife, I get some of the agents that we've had as testers, I get a little bit frustrated with them because they don't follow through. We provide the leads, but we can't literally physically make them follow through. Uh-huh. Uh, um, so that's been a little bit frustrating, but you just got to take it as it comes. But um, but if you're really looking at Facebook now, you've really got to be looking at, if, if, if you're going to get, any success, you've got to really look at video now. Right. Um, this is what happens in general. That You know, it just the barrier gets harder, doesn't it? You know, for when, um, when and I'm not being disparaging, I think this is, you, you would soon put me in my place, but when um, Grant Wise entered the market, just understanding the Facebook platform and just doing the mechanics and just following few basic follow through was enough to get results. It's now a lot more competitive, isn't it? I I do agree. I do agree. So uh, those are my good predictions. Now I have some other predictions that are not as like. Well, we're coming nice. up to the halfway break, so oh, maybe I okay. I should interrupt you now. Sure. Uh, um, and then we go for the halfway. So if you want to do the halfway break and then come back. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in so far. We're going to go for a break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the MailRight Podcast. It's episode 273. John and I are making predictions about what's going to happen in 2021. So far, just to recap the show up to this moment, we've uh, predicted that uh, 2021 is really truly going to be a year of YouTube video. We both shared our thoughts on that. 
I predicted that 2021 is going to be a banner year for MailRight, the system that John has been building and working on right. for years. I've invested $20,000 into it so far, which is peanuts, really, um, which is really dirt cheap. You know, if I'd done it in Python or, or Ruby on Rails, um, we'd be looking at $100,000 easy. I'm sure Grant... Grant White, I keep mentioning it, but he, um, um, and I wish him well. I don't wish my competitors, because it's such a big market, I think, good luck to us all. <laughs> but I, I know that his platform, he built it um, all on Ruby on Rails, so he's probably invested a hundred to a quarter of a million dollars Easy. in his own Easy. platform. You're being nice. Um, I know, but I, what about Bold Leads? I think they built that all in Ruby on Rails, didn't they? they I know, all... I don't think. Not the original iteration. Maybe the one that everybody uses hmm. right now, yes. But the original iteration was built with $5,000 out of their their personal chat. Uh, uh, it, uh, it was WordPress. PhD. Danny and Christine, yeah. They built it with something basic. Then it started to take off and they rebuilt it probably right on Ruby, but not the original iteration. The original iteration was built on something else because I... I I have that in my interview with them where it was like $5,000. So here's um, some additional, I have some additional predictions about specific marketing companies, things like that. But John, I've been taking up uh, the microphone, at least in terms of making the predictions. You've been commenting a lot. Do you have any of your own that you haven't already talked about? I've got one that's a bit out there. I've got no, it's just a gut feeling. I've been very critical of a lot of um, of marketing in the real estate industry where they introduced the term artificial intelligence, AI. And the same thing's been on my other podcast. I do another podcast. And it's not been so pre- prevalent, but there have been some <clears throat> companies and marketing spiel that's been around AI, and most of it is smoke and mirrors. Now, the fundamentals of um, effective real estate digital marketing haven't changed over the past five years. It's basically using either either use SEO and what you do, which is article-based. You invest in the medium long-term or you use Google AdWords or Facebook advertising to drive um, people to a landing page and you, you offer them an inducement. Sure. Um, they Then you put them on an email text messaging drip marketing feed and that's been the stable and it hasn't fundamentally, there's been a, you know, fundamentally changed but there's been a lot of smoke and mirrors about AI, and most of it, in my opinion, I'll, I'll be fascinated to hear your opinion. It's been bullshit, basically, um, absolute bullshit. I actually think in the next this year we are going to see some products that probably have more meat on the carcass. I'm sorry to use the metaphors i just love them don't i um mm-hmm. that's gonna be more reality than what we've seen at the present moment so over to you i'm fascinated to see your critique of what i've just said okay where, where do you want me to volunteer the opinion i, I got lost you, you you shared a lot well there. do you agree with me that most of what we've heard so far in the past 18 months that most of these you know we're using ai to 
see the customer, you know, and we can provide, you know, custom leads to you. And there's been a few, I just think it's been smoke and mirrors, really. It has been. So, yes. So here's here's what, from a very technical perspective, I've noticed about AI. People are getting very liberal, calling stuff AI, which, by the way, for those that may not know, AI stands for artificial intelligence or AL is autonomous learning. Now, AI and AL have been usually associated with one another. So if I say that John has created a product with artificial intelligence, most people automatically assume it has AL AL attached, which means it can learn. A lot of people, including Wilopo, are guilty of calling something AI that is not AI at all. It's not fucking artificial intelligence. What they did was they took 400 data points and they analyzed them and created a communication system around 400 solid state points. Now, that is not AI. That's a very sophisticated marketing automation drift. That's what it is. They just don't want to call it that. So they use the word AI inappropriately. Not that they're not doing something brilliant because they are. I just, just the label on it is well, you have not to get them on the show. You keep plugging them. So if you could get I'm one not, of them I'm to not, come well, I'll see if I can get G to come yeah, on or come G on. or Howard or probably G is more likely. Um, I'll see if I can get him to come on. And if not yeah. him, then maybe Aaron Franklin. But yeah. um, I'm not really so much plugging them. I just feel like they've done better stuff right now at this moment. Yeah. I just want everybody else to, to, to Well, it's hear been me. pretty, you know, thank God, because um, it's been, because the amount of time I've I've spent on MailRite, uh, um, thank God for me, because I was worried that I've lost the book. Missed the boat because it took so much. It's taken us so long to work out all the bugs. But I totally, I totally underestimated the amount of effort, time, money, and resources to build something. But fundamentally, the fundamental landscape of digital marketing in real estate has been pretty. You know, take away all the bullshit, and there's plenty of bullshit in this space the fundamentals have been pretty static for the past five years. Where the change has happened is on the actual paid platforms and also in SEO terms. I'm sure, you know, there's the regular changes in the SEO landscape. But when I'm talking about paid traffic, Facebook and Google, the fundamentals have kept static. They've just got more competitive as more and more people have realised that for them to get success, they, they're they going to have to adopt digital marketing if, if they want a future in the real estate industry. We've also discussed those that use what I call the Buffini mythology, which works, but they are more, it's more used by established real estate agents and they don't have to bother with digital marketing, but, if you're if you've come into the market after the Great Recession, if you don't have a digital strategy, you're probably not going to get great growth, are you? I would I would agree. I would agree. So <coughs> so to put this into a prediction that John just like to encapsulate everything that John just said and to, to throw it to the format of the show, the way that I heard that was John is continuing to predict that while digital marketing is becoming more and more relevant. There is probably going to have to be an increased. Uh, we, I, here's what my, here's how I'm going to interpret that. I'm going to interpret that as you, as the end users, the people listening to this show, there's going to have to be an increased level of understanding of like learning 
in 2021 because everybody's going to have a new line of bullshit just to be truthful about it. And you have to understand what's behind the baloney, which is probably why you'd listen to a marketing show done by two transparent marketing vets because there is a lot of baloney out there. John is 100% correct. I absolutely agree with the fundamental part of what you said, John, that there's a lot of bullshit out there. Now, on that track, I'm going to make a I'm going to make a very rapid fire series of predictions that have to do with companies that have not necessarily been shoveling a lot of bullshit, but have definitely not been true to their P's and Q's. I just, I just want to quickly, and and I want your feedback about this because it's really related on the volume of leads generated, the amount of leads generated by these platforms by the lead generated industry that's linked to the real estate have just ballooned. And what what exactly is a lead? And what can you, you know, that's a whole discussion from a separate show because that that also is very misleading. What and sure. there's so so many different attitudes but but the one thing the amount the market hasn't expanded but the amount of leads generated has just expanded, isn't it, Robert? Yes, and I think that we should, you <laughs> should write that down because that is our next show. What is a lead? Seriously, right now, what is a lead? What should be considered a lead? Because most of those are bullshit too, honestly. <laughs> so, so, And there isn't anybody listening to this show that has ever paid for any leads any time in the last year that aren't sitting here nodding in their car or wherever the fuck they are and going, you you guys are right, because most of the leads you're getting are bullshit. Some of those we can control as marketers, and some of them, honestly, we can't. So let's talk about what's a lead, and let's talk about how market conditions are affecting leads, and how what, what it, providers are guilty of, and what the market itself is guilty of in terms of signing up for shit and, and not ever responding to you and things like that. But I don't want to lose track of my predictions, yeah. and I don't want to go into another show. So here they are, rapid fire. My first couple of kind of semi-sort of negative predictions are coming actually not out of the direct. So there's a lot of different types of real estate marketing. One of the types that I live in is not oftentimes talked about on the show, which is the information marketing. There's two huge information marketing real estate sites that are out there that we've never talked about on the show or rarely talked about. And one is Fit Small Business and the other is called theclose.com. These are websites that almost everybody listening to on the show has probably seen at some point because if you've ever Googled uh, open house signup sheets, real estate postcards, real estate marketing, you're coming across these sites. They, they literally own every single broad keyword that there is for real estate marketing, every single one. So anybody listening to this that's done some Google searches, including on the systems that you probably have found me for, you've also found these two websites, Fit Small Business and the close. Here's the thing. I predict that 2021 is the year that they scale down their business and they get more honest in their marketing because as affiliate marketers, they have been they have been absolutely some of the people shoveling some of this stuff that you just talked about because what they do is they wildly over exaggerate the benefit of subpar platforms that are willing to give them top commissions on their website. So when you read the close, like I just read a review on property base that uh, is totally not rooted in reality. It's a puff piece. Well, it's the problem that 
and you could you can blame you know people do and I, it, it's it's a difficult one because it, it's also the expectations of the actual end user the real the real estate industry the real estate agent themselves and that's the part the perp you know is to promote mail right for you to promote your service but uh, but we do it we honestly and I I honestly want to say this and I feel you're the same we also honestly want to educate the industry a little bit and that's what and I think we've we've come across as being honest for that because the podcast you know has grown a lot uh, over the past eighteen months, our audience has doubled, tripled. So I think they must be getting something from it. And I think we honestly do want to educate people. And it's 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 just been a sorry story because a lot of agents want to want to hear that kind of exaggerated claims of how many leads they can generate, and it's. Most of it is just smoke and mirrors and bullshit, isn't it? I predict that even though this was one of my darlings in terms of real estate systems, I predict that 2021 is also a year that we watch uh, traction for bold leads slip. Selling, they've sold off the property base. I've seen very little work on the platform. I've I've heard more and more disappointed users, They're n- which, by the way, I don't think is a problem with the platform. I think is a problem with the way that they educate their clients. They are doing very little to outreach to their clients and develop user expectations or educate them on how to get better, better results off their platform. Something, all these things that Wilopo is doing, which sounds again like I'm talking up Wilopo. I don't feel that way though. I feel like most marketing companies, and actually let's make this a broad prediction. The, the companies that are going to thrive in 2021 are going to make efforts to continue to educate their clients about how to use an increasingly complicated set of tools. And I don't care if it's you, John, or me on my on my SEO side. All of our tools are complicated. I've built a, like a drag and drop website editor. I never talk to my clients about it when I'm selling the product because I got so much other complicated shit that I got to talk to them about. I'm not even going to bother to tell them that I'm building like this world class website. Which, by the way, I spent like $150,000 building my web, my WordPress website platform. So, so listening to your 20 grand, I'm like, Oh God, that's music to my ears. But the, but, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter because we have to do better us, all of us, you, me, every single company out there, we have to do better at educating our customers on how to use the shit that we're building. That's cool. And all the people that are making, I'm making some efforts. I could be doing a lot better. Property base is making no efforts and and no efforts since they acquired, and nor is Sync. Sync is a little bit more prolific, so they have users making efforts, but Sync doesn't still tries to put everybody to into classrooms that they charge you for. All of that models, all of those old models, old marketing models where you have to pay extra to learn more or the knowledge isn't intuitive in the platform. I predict that as 2021 and 2022 are upon us. The people who aren't getting smart about the way they're educating on complicated tools are going to do worse, and the people who are smart about it are going to do much better. That's my prediction. Yeah, everything I talk about in MailRite, we've I've built a coherent. It's got a basic CRM. That's a, the truth about CRMs. You can have elaborate CRMs, and they are, you know, there's some elaborate, and they're still good. 
I think they're really aimed for a power essential user that kind of hands out the leads that come from these more comp. But fundamentally, the best CRM is the CRM that you use. And most, most CRMs, most agents don't use them. They buy a year um, subscription and they, you know, after one month, they don't use them. So the best CRM is the CRM that's actually used. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that more. The CRM that you use is going to be the one that you understand, which is once again, I don't think that, that like, listen, everybody asks me because I've done a glorious, beautiful piece on Follow Boss. And everybody's always like, is this the best CRM? Is this the best? It's this? great. It's, best it's a that? fantastic product, but it's not for the lighthearted. It's, even I, I don't know about you because you've you got more experience about using it, but I, I have, I've set it up for people. And, you know, but I don't do it regularly. You know, I've done it as a as a kind of, um, as a freebie. I've done it as a friendship kind of thing. And my God, uh, you know, uh, and I'm used to these systems and it's not for the lighthearted, is it? No, but here's what they've got going. They, they did intuitive learning much better than any other system, which is why I talk them up better than any other yeah. system. They have three minute yeah. videos in every they single do. section of their web, their, they, their they, CRM. They, yep, they do. So it makes them, and I've used those three-minute vignettes to learn the platform, and I'd say 95% of my questions end up getting covered by the video once I watch it. Does that yeah, make it easy? but you've got to understand that you can't default on your intelligent person, but you can't divorce yourself from all the knowledge you know, how can you put yourself in the shoes of your average, reasonably intelligent, motivated real estate agent, them facing it? Because you've got all this, pro and I've, you know, both you and me have looked at quite a few of these systems. So it's really hard to, am I making any sense here or am I waffling? No, you're making you're making sense. And and you're basically saying it's hard for me to be 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 constructive because of my background and my knowledge. And I don't disagree with you. I think you're right. I think that uh, the way I measure it, the way that I try to be equal handed is if I have a little frustration, I usually assume that it's going to be a great amount of frustration for somebody else. Like if I look at something and it's slightly hard or slightly difficult or not intuitive, I figure for somebody else, it might be completely in an un unintelligible. But you are right. I open up a system and what I've noticed is a lot of people open it up, they look at it and they close it out because they go, oh my fucking God, this is going to take me hours. And I don't do that. That fear, that initial fear is not there. And that's because I've spent so much time and have so much knowledge. I do get exhausted. Like doing my commissions ink review was one of the first times where I, I hit this point where I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like there's so many filters, so much stuff to talk about, so much to look at. I'm just, I literally was like, I understand why they teach this shit in classes, which is great for a robust tool and horrible for usability. Like, if I'm well, looking at it's, it. It's a tool aimed at uh, where you've got a power team, you've got a centralized age, um, agent that has is using it that gives leads out to a power team or you've got a boutique brokerage and they've got a digital manager and they're doing this. It is, to me, it's not a tool that's designed for the average agent that's got all the other commitments on their time 
it, it's just asking too much. It's just asking too much. Yeah, agreed. And I've been so, as non-biased as I can be, being that I've got a product in the area, but I try and keep, I try and try and be as rational and fair as I can. That's my opinion. I think we need to wrap it up, Robert, and then, then uh, we're going to have another great chat next week because we just scratched the surface, surface. Really. So as we close the show, companies that are going to slide a little bit in 2021 predictions, Boomtown Commissions, Inc. Um, not to say they're bad companies, just don't think that they're positioned right for the year. So that's it. That's my that's my end. John, thank you for humoring me, sir. I deeply appreciate it. Why don't you go ahead and share one more time with our listeners and viewers how they can reach you if they want to. Well, so yeah. actually, I'm going to do do me a favor. I'm going to wind this up slightly differently. So guys, John is, is occupying a very unusual spot inside the real estate marketing industry. If you have a smaller budget and you're trying to get into these social media leads, he he might be a good place to start for agents years one through five. Yeah. He and I are both not the ones to say to you ever that our system is the only system, that you should use <laughs> this exclusively, any of those things. However, John has specifically designed a service aimed at like the 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 newer into real estate marketing people that need some leads. Now, there's lots of pros and cons to this, and you should talk to him about what those are. I The one thing is his co-host that I feel would happen, he will be completely honest with you. That I feel like I can say. So if, John, with that kind of wind-up, how can people reach you if they want to? Just go to the MailRite website. You know, my phone number's on there. You can ring it up, and I pick up the phone normally. Or I'll get back to you, SEO. Do, you know, if I can't, if I'm busy with something else, just leave a voice message and I'll get back to you. Or you can book you can book a half-hour free discussion with me and just um, pick my brain. And, and you're the same, aren't you? But you're aimed at a more mature... Um, and I'm putting words in your in your voice, but I'm sure you soon put me right. You're aimed at uh, somebody that's further on in their career, but that, that individual, you're a fantastic solution as well because you've got all this knowledge, Robert. Um, so I think we complement um, both, and that's how we've um, managed to grow this podcast. So I think we better wrap it up because we're all... Uh, Hold we're on, let me tell on, everybody yeah. how to... I, I have one last request. We are going to yeah. wrap it up. So one last thing. Uh, you can always learn about me, Robert Newman, on my website, inboundrem.com. Um, also, I have a personal plea to all the people listening to the show, which I'm springing on John. He didn't know I was going to do it. Uh, but guys, we need some new reviews on our iTunes profile. Okay, we have 14 mostly five-star reviews, but the but the most recent one was 2017. So for all of you downloading the shows off iTunes, I personally, because I know a lot of you know me personally, I am personally asking for the favor of you going ahead and reviewing. I'm not asking you to lie or misrepresent. Leave us whatever review you feel comfortable leaving, but please give us some stars and tell us what you thought yeah, of the I, show. I, 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 I will... I will understand that you say that Robert's the intelligent one and that idiotic <laughs> English geese. <laughs> I know my place. <laughs> 
Yeah, you definitely got the better sense of humor, though. All right. So <laughs> uh, thanks, John. Now we can wrap it up. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We really deeply appreciate it. And uh, John, go ahead and unplug us. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye.